0: You are listening to a message from Covenant Christian Center, New York City, with Pastor Bayu Isan. Be blessed as you listen. Good morning, everyone. You are welcome to this morning's service of the Covenant Nation, NYC, also known as the Covenant Christian Center, NYC. My name is Pastor Bayou Esan, and I will be sharing God's Word with you today. But before we get into the Word, let us just bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the gathering of your people. I ask, mighty God, that by your spirit, you open our hearts to receive your word this morning, guiding us into the knowledge of truth and causing us to experience the things that you have prepared for us. Mighty God, I ask that as your word comes forth, that it comes forth not in enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of your spirit, And your power. Anoint me afresh with your spirit and power to minister your word, to minister your life, to cause the words that I speak uh, to be spirit and to be life, uh, such that as your word is heard, uh, your spirit is poured out upon all who are listening this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask in the name of Jesus uh, that you heal anyone that is sick, uh, that you deliver anyone that is bound. Mighty God, open the eyes of the blind. And the ears of the deaf to hear your voice and to behold your glory. Lord, we give you thanks and we give you praise that your will will be established in our lives as it is in heaven in Jesus mighty name. Amen. So this morning, I'm going to be sharing about God's habitation with man, and from the beginning of time, God's desire has always been to abide with man, to dwell with man, to walk in the midst of of man. We see this even in the Garden of Eden. God would visit Adam and walk in the midst of the garden to fellowship with Adam. And so this has always been God's heart. That has always been God's desire and design for man to be one with him, to walk in his ways, to understand his truths and to demonstrate his glory, his dominion and his power upon the earth. But we will see, man sinned and went off, man departed from the glory that God had prepared for him and disobeyed God, and God had to, through redemption in Christ Jesus, restore us back to that original plan. And we're going to get into this today, discussing God's habitation with man and how we must earnestly desire to walk in that which God has created for each and every one of us. Now, in the book of Acts chapter 7 from verse 44, the scripture says, Our fathers had the tabernacle of witness in the wilderness uh, as he appointed, uh, instructing Moses to make it According to the pattern that he had seen, God instructed Moses to build a tabernacle in the wilderness according to the pattern that he had revealed unto him, which our fathers haven't received. It in turn also brought with Joshua into the land possessed by the Gentiles. That is, they entered into the promised land with this tabernacle, which whom God drove out, talking about the Gentiles, whom God drove out before the face of our fathers. Until the days of David, who found favor before God and asked to find a dwelling place for the God of Jacob. But Solomon, the Bible says, built him a house. David wanted to build a temple, a dwelling place for the presence of God. But because he was a man of war and had shed blood, God said he would not build it, that his son would build that house. Verse 48. However, the scripture says, the Most High does not dwell in temples made with hands. In the past, in the tabernacle of the wilderness, God came to abide in it. When the temple was built, God came to abide in it. But here in the book of Acts, we are discovering, as uh, as was the apostle was speaking, it says, the Most High does not dwell. He no longer dwells in temples or in tabernacles made. With hands, as the prophet says, Heaven is my throne and earth is my footstool. What house will you build for me, says the Lord? And what or what is the place of my rest? So has my hand not made all things? what can you build for me to occupy? Says my hand has made all things. Says the heaven is my throne. The earth is my footstool. The most high does not dwell in temples made with hands. That was the old order where God would dwell in the temple and his glory would fill the temple. Where God would dwell in the sanctuary or in the tabernacle that was made and he would Glory will fill the temple. But now in the time, in these last days, the scripture is saying the most high does not dwell in temples made with hands. In Hebrews, the Bible says, chapter 3, verse 4, every house is built by someone, but he who builds all things is God. God is no longer dwelling in that which is made by man, made with hands. God is dwelling in the house. That he himself has built. God is dwelling in the temple or the tabernacle that he himself has built. God is dwelling in the temple or in the tabernacle not made with hands. He is no longer dwelling in temples made with hands. Now he is abiding and dwelling in the tabernacle made without hands. And we shall go into that today. But first of all, let us understand why God was building his tabernacle, why he built, why he instructed Moses to build the tabernacle in the wilderness, and well, he later allowed David to get David plans for the building of the temple in Jerusalem. Let's look at Exodus chapter 25 from verse 8 to 9. And the Bible says, God speaking to Moses said, let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. That is the purpose for this sanctuary is so that I can dwell in your midst. Verse 9 it says, according to all that I show you, that is the pattern of the tabernacle and the pattern of all its furnishings, just so you shall make it. That is God showed Moses a the, the, the plan the heavenly tabernacle and told him and instructed him we see that in the book of hebrews god showed him the heavenly pattern for him to build upon the earth according to that heavenly pattern and it says uh, verse 40 it says no, uh, uh, verse uh, verse 9 uh, just so as you have seen it so shall you make it and in verse 40 it says see to it that you make them according to the pattern according to the pattern which was shown you in the mountain. God gave him definite instructions. Make sure you build it according to the pattern I have shown you because it was an image. He says that which Moses built was a shadow. It was a type of that which was true and that which was real in the heavenly places. We see again in Exodus Chapter 29, from verse 43 to 46. Again, why was God establishing the sanctuary? Why was God establishing the temple or the tabernacle in the wilderness? Verse 43 says... And there, talking about the tabernacle of meeting, there I will meet with the children of Israel. It was meant to be a place where the children of Israel would fellowship with God, where they would commune with God. It says, I will meet with the children of Israel and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. The tabernacle shall be sanctified, set apart, distinguished, made by my glory. Verse 4. It says, So I will consecrate the tabernacle of meeting and the altar. How did God consecrate it? By filling it with his glory. Says, I will also consecrate both Aaron and his sons to minister to me as priests. I will dwell among the children of Israel and I will be their God. The whole purpose of establishing the tabernacle for the children of Israel was so that God could say, I will dwell among the children of Israel and I will be their God. That is, you will see the demonstration of my presence in their lives and they shall know that I am the Lord their God who brought them out of the land of Egypt so that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. That is, he said, I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am am establishing my tabernacle in their midst so that I may dwell among them, so that I can sanctify this tabernacle, this sanctuary with my glory, and they will know that the Lord, their God, is with them. Again, we see. In Exodus chapter 40 verse 34 to 35, after Moses had built the tabernacle, he says, then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting. The cloud represented the presence of God and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle and Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it and the glory of the Lord Filled the tabernacle, that is God's presence had come to dwell with the people. His glory filled the tabernacle because a, a tabernacle had been built for God to occupy. That was the pattern in the old covenant. We see in Leviticus chapter 26, the same pattern from verse 11 to 13. God is speaking again to Moses, I will set my tabernacle. I will set my dwelling place among you and my soul shall not abhor you. My soul shall not separate itself from you. My soul will not reject you. I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. He says, look, I will set my tabernacle among you and my soul shall not abhor you. My soul, my presence shall not be separate from you. I will walk among you and be your God. The whole purpose for the tabernacle being set amongst the people was so that God could say, I will walk among you and be your God and you shall be my people. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that you should not be their slaves. You will no longer because my tabernacle is in your midst and I'm walking in your midst, you shall no longer be slaves to Egypt, to the systems of the world. You will no longer be slaves to the beggarly elements of the world. You will no longer be bound and uh, limited by the principalities and powers. I have broken the bonds of your yoke and made you walk upright. He says, because my tabernacle is in your midst, you will no longer be bound. You will no longer be enslaved to sickness and disease i have made you walk upright you shall stand erect in my power and in my glory because my glory shall fill the tabernacle because my tabernacle is in your midst my presence shall abide with you i shall walk with you when you turn to the left or when you turn to the right my presence will go with you that was the purpose but this was an earthly tabernacle. This was a tabernacle made with hands. We see this again. This same pattern with David in First Chronicles chapter twenty-eight. The Bible says from verse eleven or from verse ten. The scripture says, "Consider now, for the Lord has." This is David speaking to Solomon. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. Then David gave his son. Solomon, the plans for the festival, its houses, its treasuries, its upper chambers, its inner chambers, the place of the mercy seat, and the plans for all that he had by the Spirit. What the Spirit had revealed to him, he was communicating to David. Of the court, of the house of the Lord, of all the chambers all around, of the treasuries of the house of God, and of the treasuries for the dedicated things, everything for the work of the service of the house of the Lord, and for all the articles, of service in the house of the Lord. All these, said David, the Lord made me understand in writing by his hand upon me, all the details of these plans, and again we see after Solomon had built the temple in Second Chronicles chapter seven, from verse one to three, when Solomon had finished praying, the Bible says, "Fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices that they brought before God, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple." That is, again, God established a temple made with hands so that his glory could fill, so that his presence could dwell with his people. And the priest, again, could not enter the house of the Lord, just like Moses could not enter the tabernacle, because the glory of the Lord filled the house. When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord was upon the temple, he says, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement and worshipped and praised the Lord, saying, for the Lord, that for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. That is how they worshipped, declaring that the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. They worshipped God. They praised him with those words. They were offering up a sacrifice of praise as the glory of the Lord filled the temple. So we see the same pattern. But the scripture is telling us that God no longer abides in a tabernacle or in a temple or in dwelling places that are made with hands. And we are understanding from the scripture that God is now dwelling in a tabernacle made without hands. And we see this in the book of Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 11. The Bible says, But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come. That is, Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands that is not of this creation. Christ came with The good things to come, he has come as high priest of the good things. There are good things to come. There are good things that the Lord has prepared for us with the greater. How do they come? With the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands. So we understand there is a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Something that is greater and more perfect than the one that was made with hands by Moses or the temple that was made with hands by Solomon, Christ as high priest has come with the good things to come with the greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is not of this creation, it is not of the earth. In Hebrews chapter 8, verse 1 to 2, the Bible says this is the main point of the things we are saying. We have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in heaven. He is a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord erected and not man. That is, uh, there is a sanctuary, a true tabernacle, uh, which the Lord has erected, uh, which the Lord built, uh, not of this creation. Uh, It is built, erected by the Lord and not by man. God, we understand from the scriptures, uh, and we'll get into it, wants to establish this tabernacle in our midst. Uh, It has always been in the heart of God uh, to set his tabernacle in the midst of his people. uh, In the time of Moses, uh, in the time of David, uh, under the old covenant, uh, it was a tabernacle made with hands. Uh, It was a tabernacle made by man. uh, But under this new covenant, uh, under this new dispensation. By the Spirit. It is a more perfect tabernacle. It is a greater tabernacle, not of this creation, not made with hands. It is the true tabernacle and sanctuary which the Lord has erected and not mine. But God's purpose is still the same. He wants to establish his tabernacle in the midst of his people so that they can see and know he is working in our midst. He is our God and we are his people. We will see the demonstration of God's presence in our lives as his more perfect tabernacle is established and set in our midst, in our families, in our cities, in our nation, the Tabernacle of God being established upon the earth from heaven. We understand this with the patriarchs of old. They understood this. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 9: God takes away the first that he may establish the second. He has taken away the first tabernacle, the first the first, the the, the former temple to establish the second. The Bible says the glory of the latter temple shall be greater than the former. The glory that filled the temple in the time of Moses, in the time of Solomon. The new glory, the glory of the Lord that shall be revealed, is exceeding. It is more perfect. It is glorious, the scripture says. More glorious than what existed in the former times. God has taken away the first. Why? Because he wants to establish the second. He took away the the former pattern of sacrifices, bulls and goats and sheep, and established the more perfect sacrifice in the person of Jesus Christ our Lord, who became the lamb that was slain for the sins of mankind. God took away the first pattern of sacrifices to establish the second pattern of sacrifice. And he has taken the first pattern of the tabernacle made with hands to establish in our midst the more perfect tabernacle erected by God, not made with hands. And the patriarchs of old, the Bible says, they sought for these things. They sought for the things that God had prepared. Hebrews chapter 11 verse verse 10, the Bible says in the Passion Translation, talking about... Abraham that his eyes of faith were set on the city with unshakable foundations whose architect and builder is God himself in the new KJV it says he waited for the city which had foundations whose builder and maker is God you could really say he waited he was desiring the tabernacle that had foundations whose builder and maker is God. They understood that. The Bible says they declared that they were pilgrims and strangers upon the earth because they desired a better country, they desired a heavenly country. Hebrews 11, 15 to 16 says, if truly they had called to mind uh, that country for which they had come out, uh, they would have had opportunity to return. Uh, But now they desire a better. That is a heavenly country. Right now we desire a better tabernacle, a heavenly tabernacle, not made with hands. Uh, The scripture says, therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God because they are Desiring that which is heavenly, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. God has prepared a tabernacle for us. God has prepared a sanctuary for us. He will not be ashamed. He will not separate his soul from us when we allow him to set his tabernacle in the midst of our lives, in the midst of our city. In the midst of our nation, in the midst of our family, understanding that God himself is establishing his tabernacle, not made with hands, in our midst. The patriarchs of old understood that. They sought that which is heavenly. In the new dispensation of Christ, the scripture says, our citizenship is of heaven. That is, we are strangers and pilgrims upon the earth. Our citizenship is from above. We understand this from Colossians chapter 3, verse 1 to 2. He says, if you then were raised with Christ, if when you chose to believe in him, the Bible says we were crucified with Christ, we were buried with Christ, now we have been raised with Christ through faith in the workings of God. If then you are raised with Christ, the scripture says, seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on things upon the earth. That's what the patriarchs of old understood. They did not seek the things that were upon the earth. They sought a better, a heavenly country, that which the Lord had prepared for them, the city that the Lord had prepared for them, the tabernacle, the sanctuary that the Lord had prepared for them, but they could not enter therein. They saw it afar off. They saw the vision of it, but they couldn't enter it. The scripture says they couldn't be made perfect without us. They could not enter therein without us. We are the generation to experience this tabernacle made with hands, established in our midst. The glory of this latter house is greater than the former house. Thank you for listening to this message from Covenant Christian Center NYC. Join us every Sunday, 10 a.m. in the Royal Theater at the Producers Club, 358 West 44th Street, New York. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Covenant Christian Center NYC. Stay blessed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ.